Yeah, let's testify and give glory to God. Who would like to go first? Uh, praise God. Um, brother, praise God. I'd like to testify. Yes, go ahead. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, thank you, Lord. Yes, uh, thank you, Lord, for the goodness uh, of my life. Uh, first of all, I want to thank and testify that even though I was a pagan, I used to worship the idols. I was a Hindu. He showed his love upon me and he brought me out. He showed me the kingdom of light. So that is the biggest testimony. The biggest work which he has done in my life was when there was nobody with me to guide me, to lead me into the Lord. And the days were so bad that I couldn't pray. I couldn't even read the scripture, which I normally used to do even when I was Hindu. I used to follow all my Hindu rituals as well as I used to do everything. I used to say rosary. I used to read the Bible. Um, and I met one of the sister in Bombay and uh, she's a nun. And she told me that I am shading in two boats. Um, and my answer was a little blunt to her. And I'm sorry for that. And I told her, uh, how can you expect me to come out of my uh, religion, which I am uh, observing for past 23 years of my life? It's so difficult because I'm just rooted in that from my uh, birth onwards. But God in his goodness helped me to come out of that. There was complete dryness. I couldn't do anything. Neither uh, I could say a rosary, nor I can uh, even confess a scripture. Even my church going had completely stopped. Um, there was complete dryness. Even my Hindu, this thing, I had stopped doing everything. The things went bad in my life. It got bad to worst. Till the stage that at one point, I had decided to give up my life. Um, but um, God was there. In my tears, I just called out to Jesus and I surrendered my life to him. And from that day onwards, there is no turning back. And in his goodness, he actually showed me how Holy Spirit is alive. When there was nobody to guide me, even my in-laws, they had turned up um, helping me spiritually. I couldn't go to church even. Uh, so there is no help from the father. And I even don't know that there are you know, brothers or uh, sisters in Christ who can be a help, who can be my prayer partner. But the Lord was faithful. Even that time when I was not faithful, when I never knew him, he helped me out. He showed me his love. I used to get up at the middle of the night around 2.33 and there will be some line of the hymn which will be stuck in my mind and I'll keep meditating on that and it used to go for two, two, three, three days and at times I used to wonder those days what am I doing nothing will be before nothing will be after it will be only just that one line and I'll see the manifestation of that line in my life so Holy Spirit was praying through me in those days I never realized it before because I was in complete darkness. But later, as I started knowing the Lord more, I saw it was he who had helped me. So there will be a verse. Um, then somebody told me, stick the verses on your wall and start speaking to them as and when you start passing from there. I started doing all that slowly, slowly. 
and the time came that i i had that relationship with the lord that faith that confidence everything had built up i had a lot of fights spiritual fights even when i go to church uh, i used to observe that suddenly my kids will have high fever suddenly the house is completely upside down or i will get a pain anything so there is something to stop me but moment i come out of that zone in faith i go around 5 10 minutes and everything just disappears as if there was nothing like that way even the fever or anything at times i used to feel the health issues what i was suffering was uh, you know i will get the healing once i go to pota uh, normally we all believe that right so even i used to feel that but my husband he 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 was like, again not against but i will say that he doesn't uh, like going to all those places so he will deny i just started asking lord and that was a year in few months we had uh, father augustin and even uh, father michael there were two three retreats and as i walk my house to the church whatever questions i have in my mind that are answered in that retreat that was the topic of that retreat which i even don't even know i was not uh, friendly with anybody in the church much i will whenever i used to go i will just go and come back so i god was good uh, i'm just sharing this because as we just finished uh, praying in spirit uh, and how making the spirit alive in our life um yes um i had an health issue which actually brought me down completely uh, i used to pass blood in my urine and that had brought my uh, hemoglobin level uh, my health level completely down that i can't even walk a step i used to literally catch the wall and walk but god in his goodness helped me with that also and whatever scriptures i used to confess i used to speak out i used to see my son who was just one and a half or two those time he used to repeat it and even when he gets hurt or if somebody else has got hurt or anything he would just go and take that scripture and make a prayer and they will see the changes uh, praise god for that um recently i have been to india and uh, i was having a bleeding issue from last four months uh, since uh, end of march and i was really getting panic because i had so much things to finish uh, as i was going to india i had a lot of things which i had to cover it up uh, in my short holidays um and i i just used to pray before leaving the house the rain did not affect me nor my uh, flow and uh, affected me till the point that uh, once when i went to the doctor doctor told me that uh, the four organs of my body has to be removed and uh, she was completely in the urge of uh, doing the surgery um she started all the preparation and i told her to wait but with the grace of god or whatever reports and all they did they were all normal i did not go for any checkups further which she had told me to go like they wanted fitness certificate and everything to keep it ready for the surgery and um, they wanted to do everything on the high priority basis 
but god was good i just told one thing to the lord that you have brought me whole um, and you are my creator you have created every organ in my body i there i remembered one message which uh, brother vivek had shared it and he had mentioned it that if the car part is not working we take it to the manufacturer all the organs i surrendered it into the hands of the lord and i said lord you have given me and you are going to keep it intact the doctors came up the reports came up and the doctors uh, three doctors they gave me the same this thing that i don't require any more surgeries um, but yes some medications and uh, with the passage of time it is okay so they told me to wait and watch and i believe it that he has given me this time and uh, he will uh, he will not take any organ from my body and i praise god for that even when we were on holidays i we were we were going somewhere it was my husband's birthday we were traveling and um, we had gone for some uh, adventure ride and that to cross the river it was very um, risky thing because it was completely slimy and all those things and there were no boats uh, because of the less water level so my husband he wanted to take it uh, somewhere and if i denied going um, his face became small so we just uh, went but crossing that sea was uh, the river was uh, very dangerous a very bad um, experience um holy spirit just prompted me to say a prayer and as i prayed i moment my prayer got over i could just see my son getting out of the water i just prayed the prayer of protection for all of us and the people who were traveling over there and i just see my son coming out of the water and at for few seconds his breath had actually stopped he told me that and his back and everything was paining but uh, god was good uh, even before uh, the holy spirit spoke to me and uh, help me to pray and cover everything with the blood of jesus and there he was um to help and protect my son he was not with us he was moving ahead actually he was not uh, walking together with us few days back i was getting some burning sensation in my leg and it used to pass from one place to another place and i was not able to relate what is happening to me um and why it is happening because the burn was very severe i wanted to go to the doctor but then i thought i will first go to the lord and i will check with him i just started asking the holy spirit what it is because it is not burning in one place if it is something in one place i can understand maybe the weight is coming or some pressure is coming uh but um it moves from one place to other place but it is surrounding so i just started praying and asking the holy spirit and holy spirit told me that this is just a distraction which doesn't want me to be with the word so i just received that word and i just started thanking the lord and moment i started uh, ignoring that burn that pain and just obeyed what I, instructions i got it i the started reading my word without realizing what is happening and uh, putting my mind to the scene by next day the pain the burn everything just disappeared from my body and i praise god for that 
thank you uh, everyone for keeping me in prayer god bless you all uh, especially brother vivek um, thank you for all your guidance and help praise god okay thank you dita thank you jesus praise you jesus thank you for that wonderful testimony yes who else would like to watch uh, their testimony thank you lord Please. Praise the Lord, brother Vivek. Yeah, Newton. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes, brother. There's a mighty thing that happened with me. Yes. Uh, as I told you last time, I've been going to Goa to have the matter of my property in Goa, and it was not decided. And finally, the we have decided, and I booked the tickets to go. And I was just uh, planning out where shall I go and stay. Where is the house to stay in Goa? I told my wife in the morning. In the physical realm, you will see that there is no house for me. But in the spiritual realm, the Lord has prepared a house for me to go to and stay. I will go and get a place to stay. I called one of my relatives in Goa, one of my cousins. She said for me, my house is there. I've given on rent, but my room is empty. You can go and stay. But later on, she said you call me uh, so and so days later on, and after that, she didn't take interest on it. today morning brother what happened i have my neighbor staying on the first floor of my building and his cousin had come to mumbai and he met me once and we had a good prayer session in his house so i called him in goa today i just told him michael how are you and he told me newton good you called your friend is standing he stood for the elections in goa and today is the result so please pray that he get elected that very moment brother i told him i tell you right now in the name of jesus my friend is already elected and he is come for this elections also and his name has yeah. come and you will call and tell me in the afternoon that he is already selected he said fine and he called me in the afternoon and told newton praise god your friend is be elected in the election his name has come and he wants to thank and thank you for it so i told thank jesus for it thank you jesus but the very moment brother when i said that i tell you in the name of jesus your name is come anointing went out of me and it was a confirmed message of the lord that he has been elected to the election now michael he asked me i told him i'm coming to goa you know what he's telling me i want you to come and stay in my house stay for one day in my house because when you spoke the word of god before that you were going to a very big struggle in the elections but after you prophesizing the word of god things opened in such a way everything opened up so smoothly we were just looking what is happening so he told me please come and stay in my house step my house stay with me for a day and next day you go but i will take you wherever you want on my with my car you want to go to your house for the settlement of your property i will take you there i will collect you from the bus stand i will reach you back the evening when you're going back to mumbai i will leave you at the bus stand also i pleading with you please come and stay with us in a house that a house will be blessed when you come so i end my testimony by telling i remember the verse of jesus who said if you leave for the gospel you leave your brother sister property everything and come to me i will bless you with many brothers sisters property and also persecutions brother i am i also go to persecution my main persecution is i am been hit mostly with my finance satan always try to hit me on my finance but the lord is so merciful he blesses finance from any side it comes to me 
I am never without any finance. My pockets always jingle, yes. and my pockets bus is full. Empty. Yes, bus is full. And Lord, I I tell Jesus, I am a lender, no more the borrower. I am going to I lend money in the name of Jesus, and I want to thank the Lord today. For this, Michael is telling me, please come and stay in my house. I want you to come because you please spend a night and a, and I will do whatever. I'll take you everywhere. So the first thing, brother, I want to say is, the Lord. I want to. The Lord is telling me that when I come back, I will ask you, what did you do for me? Did you tell about me to others? He will not ask me. And last time I told, how much of buses you had, how many children you had, how much business you did, how much money you collected. the first question the lord is going to ask me what did you do for me so i want to i want i'm growing more and more in the lord i love to follow christ i know it is very difficult we go to trials troubles persecutions from home from out but i get the grace and strength brother to overcome it also i thank you brother vivek as you said in the physical realm you can see nothing is happening but in the spiritual realm there is something great thing happening yes, I mean, the Thank whole you, teaching brother. today, Newton is on. The whole teaching on this series is going yeah. to be on the realm of yeah. the unseen. It's a very powerful yeah. topic which the Holy Spirit gave me, and I was like, "There's a lot to learn today, and there's yes, a lot brother. to learn for me as well." So, if you can stay on, very good for you. Okay, you yes, learn brother. something. You learn something, and you'll understand how how God operates, and how yes, the brother. spiritual law is for everybody. Because there are no favorites in God's kingdom, and that is yes. what you learn. Okay. Yes. Anyway. Thank you, thank you, Newton, for that wonderful testimony. Yes, and through you itself, I learned what faith is because I still remember when we used to pray for Joash and how yes. you know we created a child was created out of nothing, and how God created a child, and how today you know how your cancer was healed, how everything yes. happened in your life, and God kept you alive. And I guess you know the the reason you and I are alive here is to bring Christ to others. We are not kept here yes. on this earth. for something with the buses and the money remember everything else will be added unto you that's what the word says it will yes, be subtracted it will be added for free yes so you remember the money will chase you you start chasing yes. you for your focus should be on Christ it's happening with the same thing <laughs> you know that's the truth because once you and today i'm going to teach one law if you get that law right now you'll understand a lot because i'm going to change the belief of people right from the time we are born till now we are under the impression about certain things and if you get through this teaching and understand it you'll be able to apply and never lack in your life because okay. riches and wealth is is given to everybody but we choose not to have it we choose poverty over prosperity so anyway that is something the part of the teaching but god bless you newton and your ministry uh, bring Thank christ you. to everyone you meet okay everyone you meet bring christ if you can give this prayer group to people you know just give the link brother asil will share with the link just forward that link to someone he says just click on it may your life be blessed this is my gift to you yeah. i mean that's you, the brother. least we can do we can at least gift a link of a prayer group to yeah. somebody it doesn't yes, cost brother. you money it just one forward from your phone from your whatsapp to somebody else's whatsapp yes that is the easiest and the biggest gift you are giving someone amen. which is yes, a spiritual sir. gift amen yeah. okay brother amen. thank you thank you brother Good evening, brother Vivek. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Jalala. Yes. Yeah. I would like to thank and praise God today for the gift of life, and for His new mercies and graces we receive every day. 
Uh, I want to thank the Lord also for this wonderful prayer group that we are a part of and for all our prayer warriors and all our prayer ministries that uh, we run uh, every day. Uh, it's really, uh, our faith is growing and we're getting more and more closer to the Lord. And I want to thank the Lord, especially for healing me from COVID and keeping my family safe, healthy and safe during that time. And also for taking care of me, of us financially, as I had no sick leave entitlements when I was away from work. So the Lord took care of uh, the financial part as well. And I also want to thank and praise God. My mom underwent a cataract surgery this week. Yes. And she is uh, recovering. The surgery was successful. So I just want to thank and praise my God for everything. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jenna. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Uh, Brother Vivek, I would also yes. like to say a testimony. Yes. I would like to thank God for, um, I was struggling with finding the right handyman, a carpenter oh, to yeah. do certain jobs in, in my house or, you know, just stumbling across the right people to help me with various um, services. And um, I was really frustrated for a long time. And so I even was sick last week for some time. I had a bad flu. So I just sat at home for maybe two days and I was just listening to God's word. Yes. And yes. Um, God knows what knew what was in my heart, actually. I didn't even have to tell him, you know, what's going on, but I, I didn't actually present my cases to him. But my mind was just like, oh my gosh, I'm just so frustrated and tired of searching for different services and I'm being conned all the time. And um, just in that midst, I just said, you know what, I'm just going to put all of my worries right now and I'm just gonna submit all of this anxiety I'm having. And I just rested in his presence. And then today when I went to Bunnings, I just was encountered with this person who happened to be a service provider who was offering the same thing that I was you know, wanting assisted, assistance with, and that was a carpenter. And I, I saw hire a hobby on that van. So I went to talk to the person. I said, oh, you know, I've been looking for someone to help me for a while. And, um, you know, I'm really quite interested in your services. And he said, can I give you uh, my card and you can contact this number when you're ready to make, um, you know, an inquiry or, or want us to come over? And I said, oh, thank you so much. And then as I went into Bunnings, another carpenter started to talk to me just as I was asking a question about something. And he said, oh, what are you trying to build at your house? And I said, oh, I'm actually just, I've been trying to look for some service for providers. Right now I'm just doing like a bed, but it would be nice to know people in the area. And I was so shocked to my surprise how God operates through other people and I didn't like these people approached me. Well, I approached the first person, but the second person approached me to ask me about, you know, what I'm doing. And it was just so impressive for me and just shocking how, you know, God moves because he knew that I was looking for this type of uh, service. So all glory to God. And I just want to thank him for every detail that he has um, put into account. Sure. Always good. 
God is always good. What do you say? Amen. Amen. Thank you, sister. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you for that. Thank you, Lord, for keeping us alive today to attend this prayer meeting and for being part of this praying family. Thank you, Jesus, for your mercies are renewed every day. We always part of an umbrella of protection because we're part of a powerful prayer group where everyone prays for each other and we cover everyone with the precious blood of Jesus, everyone of this prayer group and their families to be sealed with the precious blood of Jesus. We soak each and every member of this prayer group and their family in the precious blood of Jesus. We seal every member of this prayer group and their family in the holy and mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Yes, who else would like to share their testimony and give glory to God? Brother, I'm sharing my testimony. Yeah, Jill, good. Uh, I want to thank the Lord for the new God, right? For keeping me alive, for all his blessings upon my family. And not only on my family, you can say those who entered my house, I can say they also were talking about this. I can they themselves specified that uh, mm. the same person who used to come before, and now when they come, they say, I like this place, there's something. And uh, I could, uh, they, they could feel some presence in, in my house. They, they were filled with joy and peace. And the last week, whole week, the Holy Spirit paid me to worship more than to hear. Usually, I used to hear teachings while cooking, but the last whole week, I was just worshiping, just worship, just uh, hearing songs, worship songs. Wow, beautiful. I think, I think, I don't know, that one, I was just uh, continuously hearing, uh, I just want to speak to you, Jesus. That, that song was repeatedly, uh, the Holy Spirit asked, but I was hearing that song. Continuously, uh, I haven't uh, done this before. Before I haven't done this, I experienced this before. But uh, this week, uh, the experience, I was very loud. As soon as I hear the morning, in after the encounters, I usually oh, hear teachings, teachings I give. And yeah, but this week, I was uh, continuously worshiping. Mm. And uh, that when the when the neighbor came inside, when he told this word, I could uh, I, I I I could see say that. Uh, the Holy Spirit has put in the peace in his heart also. He was mm. filled with peace and he was public with joy. Yes. Praise God. And thank you for the three part series of the Holy Spirit that I really enjoyed it. Mm. Enjoying, I can say, enjoying each line of teaching, I can say, brother. Not just a teaching, not just to hear about teaching to me, it is. And I was really enjoying each line of teaching. Praise God. Yeah, the Holy Spirit is our teacher. And as you said, you know, when the anointing comes in, one of the signs of the anointing is the Holy Spirit. Remember one thing, all of you. God is spirit, the truth. This is a spiritual law. He just needs your body and he needs your time. So many times you may be wondering, Jane, when I say the preacher has no power, he said, brother, but when you speak Jesus, people are, you know, there are mighty signs and wonders. I'm just understanding that the word is alive and active. If I speak that word, there has to be manifestation. And that is all I'm doing. So when I invite the Holy Spirit to live in us, he moves and he has his being. 
he's doing everything we are just giving our body and our time to the lord are you understanding jen so what he does many times he loves to sing through us and the music that comes out is as a result of that so when you sing music and suddenly you you know you got one line all the time how many of you experience it sometimes you're just you know just one music just going on and on in your mind there's a worship him continuously you're praying that worship him for the whole day it's as if the recording is continuously in your mind and that same line keeps on going you know and and many times you don't know what's happening why you are just that same line it is the spirit of god that is using you and praying that as a prayer you know the groanings of the spirit we learned that is a kind of a groaning which is a prayer that is made by the spirit because even singing hymns is a prayer actually so it's important that we understand when we give our bodies to the lord you will see mighty things that happen when you say lord i surrender myself to you for ministry he will start using you because that's what he needs remember we serve a gentleman god who doesn't force anything upon us he waits till us till we tell him to come so jin what you are witnessing is nothing but the spirit the joy of the spirit where he sings uh, and you know with our uh, music and we make music to the lord so that is uh, you know what you see ephesians 5:19 you know that's the scripture actually so you know with psalms and musics certain music that you give to the lord so yeah jane so that's a powerful testimony and you'll start uh, give yourself to the lord it's worship let him let him do what he wants with you just enjoy that bliss of having the holy spirit live in you and move in you you, you will have testimony after testimony all your life but bring christ to others and i guess you're doing a great job of bringing uh, the word of god to everyone so just allow the spirit of god to move in you and do what is right because he knows what is the plan he has for you even i do not know what i have to do on this earth but he knows why he has created me okay thank you sister for that testimony uh, god bless you and your ministry thank you jesus and please invite other people to this group if you can share the share the link to someone god will bless you and your family too thank you jesus yes anyone else would like to share how is the prayer life changing if there is some change in your prayer life i would love to hear that yes brother i would like to testimony in the name of jesus yes go ahead uh, brother my brother he called me uh, from uh, india and he put a message that my that my mom she fell down in the night at 1 o'clock because she has having that habit every time to go out to go to pass urine brother and then she was in a fast sleep and she wanted to go and she fell down in a sleep she fell down my mom and she was mm-hmm. lying there only and then after two hours my niece was searching where is granny and she saw that she is lying down then they got up and they put her in the bed and then evening i called her brother to ask what happened how she is now i can i didn't believe brother that she was laughing she said i didn't get any hurt i'm fit and fine that praise the lord that she is so healthy now she is doing her activity not even a fracture not even a hurt she got brother when she fell down in the sleep oh praise god thank you jesus i really praise the lord and thank i also thank the angels that they are taking care of my mom amen amen thank you yeah. jesus thank you sister thank you. Yeah, anyone else would like to share thank you jesus 
Hello, this is Aloma. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, this is a testimony about my nephew Chris, age forty-six, and uh, he's based in Dubai. Uh, he was obese and weighing one forty kgs. Uh, had a condition of diabetes, hypertension, and varicose veins. About a year back, uh, he suffered uh, from a massive heart attack, and his condition was very critical. All his parameters too were really bad. Uh, the angiography performed on him showed multiple blockages. Um, uh, one was like hundred percent, and two were more than ninety percent. Doctors in Dubai said. since he so obese and have multiple bl uh, blocks angioplasty was simply ruled out uh, he needed an open heart surgery but at that time but at the same time the doctors were very apprehensive about uh, this open heart surgery it could make life uh, it, it could make uh, survival for him like 50% we consulted some of the renowned doctors in mumbai Uh, who after seeing his reports uh, advised immediate surgery for fear that if a second attack followed his chances of survival would be really bleak the family was very disturbed but we all kept the faith and stormed heaven for god's divine intervention just then someone in the family suggested ayurvedic treatment and knew a doctor who promised that with proper guidance uh, diet and uh, medication ayurvedic treatment could reverse chris's heart condition it was a very difficult decision to make most of the family members and well wishers were of the opinion that without wasting much time chris should go in for an open heart surgery his wife was so helpless worried and confused chris too was getting into depression and at that time even though he and his wife are very prayerful individuals they even do the i confess boldly every single day one evening while in prayer she was inspired to talk to me and my husband she called us up all teary and worried we just comforted her and told her not to fear continue in faith for jesus is the greatest physician and the mightiest healer we assured her that that god can work wonders if we put our trust in him so let us not lean on our own understanding we all joined in praying together invoked the holy spirit to guide and inspire us then i found myself saying god loves chris for he is the body of christ and satan sickness and disease has no power and no place in him and i believed he is covered with the precious blood of the lamb and by his stripes and wounds he is healed and free from any surgery and together we all agreed in jesus name that ours is an answered prayer after we did did that prayer there was a pause and and his wife said i am no more confused in the name of jesus i got my answer and that everything seemed so clear to her she took the decision of not going in for the surgery but instead opted for ayurvedic treatment and we and we all and we all supported her in that decision so chris was being monitored online by the ayurvedic doctor in mumbai and the doc and the dubai doctors as well when chris was somewhat stable he was flown to mumbai 
and was admitted in an Ayurvedic hospital, uh, which is a cardiac center in Pan, Pan, Panvel, Panvel. He was administered Ayurvedic treatments, which included medicated massages and strict diet. This helped him feel somewhat energetic. Gradually, uh, Chris reduced drastically and began to feel more hopeful. At the end of his treatment in Mumbai, in Mumbai, his parameters improved and his heart condition was better. And he was fit to return back to Dubai and continued with uh, Ayurvedic medications under the doctor's guidance. The doctors are now positive that the blocks would reduce in due, due course. Uh, Chris was basically very foodie and feasted on junk food. He now he has now taken a complete U-turn in his lifestyle, feels energetic and become more positive in his life. This could only happen to the power of prayers and God's divine intervention. His wife and two daughters to follow the same diet to make him feel one with them. It was really a very tough decision to make, but I could see the power of God unfold in their lives in such mysterious ways. The self-controlled that the entire family practice is only by the grace of God. Today after a year, Chris is a picture of good health, reduced more than 20 kgs, feeling so light and looking so good. He does his regular exercises, follows the diets, and every time we speak to them, his wife reminds me of the prayer we made together and how God worked through those powerful prayers to help her make a decision which she now feels was so right and she's so grateful and thankful to God. I, I am so overwhelmed at the way God worked in Chris's life and the way he works in our lives too. We have an awesome God and I cannot find words enough to thank my God for walking with Chris and his family through this tough journey and bringing him out from the pits of despair and steadied him as he walked along. All glory Praise and honor be to my triumph God. My sincere thanks to the Brisbane prayer group who actually taught us how to pray with faith and total surrender and to thank and praise God with a grateful heart in any kind of situation in our lives. Thank you. Thank you, Aloma. Thank you. So happy to hear that. And you yeah. and Aimu are blessed mightily. So please be a blessing to the nations. And remember the, the prayers that you make in agreement are always powerful prayers. Yes, and you taught us to do that. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you. Yes, anyone else would like to share? Testimony time is a time to glorify God, not the preacher. It is a time where the Lord has done something for you. You are saying thank you in front of the nations and standing up for what he is for you, not for anybody else. Don't feel shy. It is you and your Lord. It doesn't matter who listens to you. It matters that you open your mouth. The spirit will put the words in your mouth. That's all I can say. Uh, hello, Brother Vivek. It's Kathy speaking here. Yes, um, I would like to praise God and thank him very much mm. um, for my husband who uh, is very well. He has been sick over two years. He's been having tests for PSA. And the PSA has always gone up very high and I've always prayed. And when he comes back, even though it could be cancer, he's never had any, any cancer whatsoever. 
his last tests that he had uh, about a week and a bit ago came back. It has to be about seven. It was 28. So I prayed. I made a prayer of agreement with the Holy Spirit that my husband had no cancer. He was absolutely fine. He was absolutely, he would be well. There would be nothing. So he went for the scans, all the blood tests and everything. And when they all came back, they were absolutely clear. There was no cancer. He has no cancer. He is so happy and well. And then he had to phone his GP to um, get a referral. That would be a continuous referral because he goes for the tests every six months. And when he his, his GP was on leave and there was another GP there and the doctor said he would call him back. And when the doctor phoned back, he also suffered from the same problem, same PSA problem, um, and he'd had surgery to remove the cancer. And he said, my husband, he said, only God could cure that, that you would have a PSA of 28 and have absolutely no cancer whatsoever. He said, he has had the operation and when they go back for tests, it must be zero, but his was 0.1. So that means there must be some more cancer there. But my husband, he said, only God. He said, for someone to have such a high PSA and have no cancer, no nothing, and still be so, ha so healthy, it is God. So I praise, I worship, and honor my God for the prayer of agreement with the Holy Spirit. Because my husband's fine and he has another good relationship with another GP who has the same problem. So that even lifted his spirit. So God blessed him speaking with a relieving GP. So I'm praising God because my husband is perfectly well and healthy. So thank you, Brother Vivek. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Kathy. All glory to our Lord Jesus. What mighty testimonies today. I wish this testimony time is the most beautiful time where we get our faith is actually rekindled to trust God in situations that are beyond us. I'm sure you put an amen at least to this, that you're being blessed. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you and praise you, Jesus. Yes, Leslie, would you like to share your testimony, what you experienced in the spirit last week when you came to the church? I think the Lord has asked me to ask you. Yes, sorry. Sorry, Brother Vivek. Yes, oh, so last... As you yes, so, so last week, um, I'll just be back. I, okay. I had the opportunity of uh, going to um, the Our Lady of uh, Dimpna's Parish uh, to attend the prayer meeting. And um, because I don't drive through the city, uh, I take public transport. And I had so much of spiritual warfare just from the word go, uh, you know, to, be, to even reach there. So my first obstacle was uh, when I wanted to, I took a bus from, I have to take two buses actually. So I took a bus from where, where we stay and went into the city. Um, and then um, I got into, I got, I, I went into a wrong bus, bus stop. Anyway, I found my way back and I went to another, to the actual bus stop, took a bus from there and went and by a, Quite a bit, I actually overshot the Our Lady of Dimpas. I had no idea where I was, even though I've been there multiple times, but it's been a long time since I've been there. And it so happened that um, when I went there, uh, I, I, I got off at the bus stop and I said, okay, I'll get an Uber and I'll go back. I, actually, I thought I had to go forward because I didn't know where I was. 
And there was this bus driver who stopped and he said, do you want to come in? Because I'm going that way. And I just said, oh, I'm so sorry. I said, I've ordered an Uber, but that's fine. I'll, I'll take the Uber and I'll go. And luckily I didn't go because I would have still gone further away from, from the church. Uh, and the Uber came and, and I realized that that's when I realized that I had gone a fair bit away from, from the church. And I, so I went in and um, it was like, I, was, I sat there and I was listening to Brother Vivek teaching and I felt like, it felt like old times when I used to go there on a regular, regular basis. Um, and I was so engrossed in the teaching and listening to all the testimonies. And at that point in time, I even gave my testimony. Uh, at the end of the session, um, we were about to leave. And um, Brother Vivek said, um, you know, uh, do you want to, um, the, the Holy Spirit is asking, asking me, uh, you know, to, uh, to pray over you. And uh, even when I just walked up to him, um, you know, my, my hands were trembling. I was crying uh, and I had no idea. I was not controlling my tears. I was not controlling my hands. I felt like my body was full of electricity. And, and I said, oh my God, I, I don't know what's going on here. You know, and then the moment I touched, the moment I touched his hands, like the next thing I know was that I was completely slain, slain with the anointing and the, my tears, it just, they, they were just not stopping. They were just continuously coming. And I was like that for about like almost 10 or 15 minutes. And then when I got up, I, I, I still felt, I still felt that current, like that electricity in me and it lasted me the whole night. And I was saying, oh my God, thank you so much, Jesus, for having, you know, brought me through all these obstacles that, that, that I had encountered um, today, even to come here, because I was debating, do I take this distance? Do I go this distance? You know, I, I, I haven't been there in a while and I was so apprehensive, but there was a push in me, go, go, you need to go. And, and, and I was so glad that I, you know, through the grace of God and through the Holy Spirit, I, I, over, I had overcome all of those obstacles and I knew it was spiritual warfare when I got there. Uh, and I was so glad that I experienced what I experienced. And, my, and honestly, whoever is in Brisbane, if you can, uh, when we do have the, the one um, uh, meeting at Our Lady of St. Dempner's, if you do get the opportunity, please do make it. It is an experience for you, for any one of you. And, you know, never miss that opportunity of such a great anointing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And thank you to the Brisbane Prayer Group for everything. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Leslie, for that wonderful testimony. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for these testimonies. Uh, anyone else would like to testify? Anyone else before we start? Ernie, you were there as well. Would you like to testify and give glory to God? Yes, I'd like to tell. I'd like to yeah, just say just how you, what you experienced last week. Uh, just, uh, yeah, we just, uh, uh, the, the spiritual um, exhilaration, just the, the, the presence. It's, it's real. It's when you, even 
even now we're just listening to our sessions and stuff like that it just uh, it gives you my wells fill up uh i have, I have to say now i had a sort of like a, a kind of like a headache and like a fever I did uh this uh couple of days and when i come home just now um i just i after the tv i came and turned on the uh, this session we were, we were singing the hymns and stuff like that. I started singing next to me. I can feel my um, my fever and start this burden. Just it's just like right uh, lifting off me right now. I feel my my sort of like headache and that is cleared. So I think every I think these sessions that we have that knowledge to um, assess the Lord's story in His storehouse in His in the spiritual realm, and we can get. We can ask him in faith and spirit, and with the, the Holy Spirit just guiding us uh, to what to whatever we what our needs and personal needs we need, and also um, yeah, just it just like it was buzzing uh, in our sessions last week. It was just it was like electrical uh, pulses going through my body. It was incredible, and um, just uh, you just feel so happy. You, you feel so light, and um, you feel very. Um, Comfortable, comfortable that there is a spiritual presence and um, it's it dominates everything and even in our um, uh, it guides us how the way we think and what's and um, can sort of like detect it makes me more alert and active if, if I have a spiritual attack if there's some spirit of infirmity or unclean spirit this intercede because it's a before it took takes a bit of time to recognize it but now it's sort of like uh you can uh, uh, detect it very uh, uh, quickly. And so you can rebuke it in the name of Jesus and stuff like that. And the results are sort of like uh, very instantaneous. And, I, and it's it just like you have a, the, the, the love and grace of the Lord is there. It's just a, a living God that we're, we're so um, blessed with. And where we came from, when they called us up from the womb, just that we need this kind of like a, this gift, the blessing. You just there's no other. They're our bread of life, and um, it just it Thank cures you. everything. It cures like diseases. It cures, as, yes. as you can see in the te testimonies, it heals. So anything in the name of Jesus, and I just kept on. Um, Right now, I just kept on saying, Jesus, uh, thank you, Jesus, stuff like that. And you just said, yeah, my head and everything is just gone. Everything is clear. I Amen. feel fine. And I thank you, Jesus. And I thank um, Brother Servio, too, for his uh, uh, reflections in the morning. I can I copied and pasted them to one of my daughters, too, like uh, the one that says, like, Christianity is not, um, it sort of defined it very clearly. It's not like a uh, religion. It's, you know, that we love God and stuff like that. So, um, Amen. and there was many insights that my daughter sort of like, sort of like uh, kind of uh, made it clear and just like, just goes, thank you. So I'm just sort of like making a, sort of like a bit of a habit too, because the Savio's uh, reflections, they explains it even in much more greater detail in the way that we understand it more clearly. And uh, it's very good to uh, share with the kids and stuff like that and just keep passing it on. Praise and, God. Thank educa you, educate them because the, 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 the truth is education. It's information and they need this before they can tackle anything they want. And uh, I'm blessed. I'm blessed with this Holy uh, Brisbane Holy Spirit prayer group because it is powerful there. 
the spiritual realm is uh, much more real and it's, it's, it's great. And I thank you for the Holy Spirit and the precious blood of Jesus just breaking rocks and his enemies into pieces every time we come in to these prayer sessions. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, All glory to Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. All glory to him as well. Yes, uh, uh, any announcements we'd like to make? Savia, would you want to make the announcements? Yes, I just want to. Yes, uh, Vivek, welcome to all the newcomers uh, today who have joined us for our sessions. And just to, to let us know that uh, all the sessions that we have and the ministries, we have the morning praying in, in tongues uh, on all days of the week. Uh, we've got our rosary. Uh, the morning praying in tongues is at 7 a.m. Uh, the rosary and divine mercy in the evening on Monday to Thursday at 7 p.m. and at 3 p.m. On, on Friday. And then our prayer meeting with our Praise and worship, which starts at 5.30 onwards, uh, testimonies, and then the Bible study uh, from 7.30-ish onwards. Uh, and also we have all of our channels, uh, online channels uh, on YouTube uh, as we go live and all the recordings on YouTube. And we also have our recordings and sharings of uh, um, Bible studies. We have it also on our Facebook online channel. So please uh, share it to your friends, give them as a gift to your family members, to your friends uh, and people, your work colleagues or anyone who you come across, uh, share the word of God with them. Uh, we can also share the links uh, for joining the prayer, the, to, for, for joining the prayer group on our Telegram group. So share the links with, with your friends, families and all those who come across and uh, give them a gift so that you know, they can join the prayer group and they can benefit, they can be blessed and they can be a blessing to others as well. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, let's start today. And we are going through a series now. And now this is always my favorite. And uh, I would like that to be your favorite too. How do we change the scene and shape the unseen? Okay. Uh, before we start, let's herald Isaiah chapter 55, verse 10 and 11. Remember, we always start with this. So, for as the rain and snow come down from heaven, and do not return there without watering the earth, making it bare and sprout, and providing seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So will my word, yes, Lord, my word, your word, Lord, that goes out of my mouth, it will not return to me void, useless without result, without accomplishing what I desire, and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. Thank and praise you, Lord. Every word, Lord, I cover and seal this prayer meeting, and the Bible right now through the blood of Jesus. Every word I speak, Lord, should be all spirit filled. Let the spirit take the word and bring it to pass, Lord. Every word that is spoken is only of the Holy Spirit and only from him. Nothing of me, everything of you, Lord. Destroy every kind of pride and ego or any kind of sin that is in me right now, Lord. I cover myself with the blood of Jesus. I repent for every known sin that I have committed physically on or in the spirit realm, and I also forgive everyone that have hurt me or any kind of grievances. Break any kind of stronghold that will be there in me and destroy it in the name of Jesus, in the blood of Jesus, so that the word that leaves my mouth is pure and only for the glory of God and for his glory alone. Amen. Yes, today we are going to uh, learn on a very important topic, which is very, very important. Now, I pray that all of us understand this. 
this is critical for us to understand in in faith so it is saying it's understanding the unseen realm i always talk about the unseen realm do i talk about this abhi yes and do you believe the unseen realm is real yes it is real as you go deeper in our faith you'll realize that it is the unseen that controls the seen realm can you put an amen to this okay if you want to get hungry you have to start applying this and putting an amen to this if you really want to understand this and i promise you in the name of jesus that if you understand this teaching and this series that we are going through okay there'll be something very different in the way you approach life because now you will be a very different person because i'm going to share something which would shake you even till date we have learned sometimes the wrong way of understanding the word and how things will change when we understand it rightly okay thank you jesus and thank you to the newcomers who are there may god bless you and let you gain out of this prayer group and may your life be blessed and let new people join so that their lives are blessed all glory and honor to jesus no power and nothing to the preacher everything is all glory and honor to the to lord jesus christ <clears throat> now looking at the unseen before we start let's understand 2 corinthians 5 verse 7 this is what you and i want to live by okay second corinthians 5 verse 7 now this should be on your maybe on your bible itself so that you understand that this is what i want to live by for we walk by faith not by sight living our lives in a manner consistent with our confident belief in god's promises amen now looking at the unseen let's understand the unseen now this is going to be a series so remember we have to be part of everything so that you get the whole understanding of this this full teaching it's beautiful uh, and as the holy spirit leads us into many more things you learn a lot more but today i'll share and uncover something the holy spirit gave me uh, which again is not part of the teaching as usual something new uh, as we look at the unseen now seen things become so real okay do you agree with me sabir yes that today's today's your reflection about you know uh, getting into any immoral act is because the five senses have been controlled by that particular thing are you correct you, you agree with me yes okay you are your senses and you are controlled by something because that thing has taken over you rather than you controlling that is that clear yes so every sense tells you to go into the act and do something wrong because you are not fed with god's word you are operating out of a spiritual force that is controlling you is that clear yes okay and today you're going to understand in depth how you can have control rather than having control from the spiritual forces okay now seen things have become so real to rubs uh, to some people that they have forgotten about the unseen they don't exist they feel the dancing is not even there it does not exist and someone will even say what kind what is this brother preaching about? okay and many people don't even preach about it because it's something which is uh, difficult to explain but let's let us have the holy spirit to teaches us in a simple language today and over this series how we can operate in faith at all times and not by sight 
So we live in the world of the natural. We rub shoulders with the physical day after day, you know, with that particular day, and we see, uh, we see things and believe. Only when we see and touch and we say, okay, can I see it? Then only I believe. Okay, <clears throat> and we are tempted to believe that the unseen does not exist. How many of you agree with me? You know, truthfully say, amen, if you really agree with me. If we are living in the real realm of the flesh, what happens is we all want to see things first and then believe. And so first show me and then I will believe. Okay. Everyone who puts an amen here will be blessed mightily because even me put an amen. Because I know one thing, everyone wants to see things the way they want to see it and then believe. But what the Lord is telling us today, that it doesn't work well that way. The spirit realm operates in a different way. Okay, it may be foolish to people that you come here for a prayer meeting to understand something, but the life is going to change when you understand it. And when you apply it, things are going to change. I'm telling you that. So what we go to is one, the main scripture of today's teaching will be 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17 and 18. And we'll understand that in depth and obviously go into some more scriptures to understand uh, you know, how we go through this entire teaching of looking at the unseen. Can you take me to 2 Corinthians uh, 4, verse 17 to 18? Try to be there for the full teaching so that you get the, the best out of this entire teaching and the series. Amen. For our momentarily light distress, this passing trouble, is producing for us an eternal weight of glory, of fullness beyond all measure, surpassing all comparisons, a transient splendor and an endless blessedness. So we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are unseen. For the things which are visible are temporal, just brief and fleeting. But the things which are invisible are everlasting and imperishable. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Now, as we understand this word, let's go and dissect it and like to understand what happened. Now, when we see 2 Corinthians 4, 17 and 18, I always have used this scripture always because I always try to ask the Holy Spirit, show me things that are unseen and let me start speaking the word into the unseen and how the word has power. And we'll realize that once we go deeper to understand this. So now what we are looking at is, look not at the things which are seen is what we are understanding. But how in the world can you look at something you cannot see is what people will tell you. If you ask someone, brother, what, what are you teaching? How can I look at something which is unseen and believe it when it does not even show up to me? Now, Paul is talking about the unseen principle, which is what we have to understand here. The principle of God's word, which is actually a spiritual law. Now, why do people not open the Bible and read? The devil has no trouble with you coming for this prayer meeting every Friday. I'll tell you this right now. He has no problem if you go for all the kinds of prayers, go to church every day. He has no problem. But the day you start opening the word of God and you start reading and you say from this day onwards, every day I will dedicate one hour only to studying the word. 
Now, I want to ask you, Savio, if you go to the gym for one hour every day consistently, okay, for one year, would there be a change in you after one year? Would the body change? And suppose you also stick to a diet where you stop eating the fried things, you get rid of all the sweets and eat healthy food and you do your exercise and your food, would you be a changed person after 12 months or you'll be the same? You'll be a changed person after the period. Now, that is physical, correct? Yes. Okay. Let me ask you another thing. If you read certain books, okay, maybe whatever you read, okay, and you're reading, like I'm saying, a positive-minded book or whatever, after 12 months, if you keep reading at it, would your knowledge of something change? Like suppose you're reading on computers or IT or you're trying to study a language called Jaira or maybe some computer language, like you know, like Java or something. Over yes. 12 months, if you do it, would you be a little better after 12 months? Yes. yes. So in the spirit, suppose I take the word of God and I say, okay, I have spent so much of my life, you know, doing whatever I wanted to do for the physical side. Also on my soul side, I was trying to make my senses stronger by, you know, spending time reading or trying to learn a new language, learn something new every day and things changed. Now, what if I dedicated time to my spirit side and said, every day from today, I'm going to pick up one hour and I want to learn the word of God. I will, as Brother Vivek says today, I'm going to take up the Bible and this is going to be my gift to myself. This one hour is the gifted time where I will spend time with the Lord and he is going to teach me. Tell me after one year, would there be a change in your life? Sorry. Yes, yes, definitely. Now, I would say if you, if you spend that same amount of time, you know, like doing other things, but if you dedicated that one hour without your mobile phone, okay, and without any access to television, you are in your secret place, in your bedroom or any study room, wherever you are, that one hour is your one hour with the Lord. Every day, say you start with the book of uh, any of the gospels, take up a gospel and say, okay, let me go through the gospels first, then grow through every of the epistles, write the Acts of the Apostles and go right up to, you know, the Revelations and then start maybe from Genesis onwards. Okay, continuously, every scripture, you'll realize that there's one beautiful scripture over the other. I'm sure how many of you have realized that we have got some, I confess, we have put in, we could only put in that much. When I wrote the I confess boldly, God gave me only those many scriptures. You couldn't have 20. That, I mean, there's no limit to the scriptures. But God gives us a new scripture every day when we go through the word. All glory to God. And that new scripture I can use in my prayer life. Okay. When you spend time with the Lord, every day is a total blessing. He teaches you something new. Okay. And that is why I say, if you have not decided to read the word of God, today is your day. Today is the day where you say, if I could spend so much of my life in the outside activities, why can't I spend that hour with the Lord and try to learn? Over the next 12 months, as Brother Vivek said, if I spend one hour out of the day, only one hour, or 23 hours are mine, but one hour if I give to the Lord out of total love and I maintain a diary and understand what the Holy Spirit is teaching me, I'm telling you, you'll come out so powerful and your journey with the Lord will be so beautiful. You'll enjoy that bliss of the Holy Spirit and enjoy the anointing at all times. Okay? All your prayers along with that, say you pray the rosary, will be so meaningful. Your walk with the Lord in the church will be so beautiful. Your time with the family will be so beautiful because Jesus becomes alive. Now, many people say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Christ. Okay, let me put it this way. 
Jesus comes alive when the Spirit of God keeps that word inside you and makes that word alive. Today we are understanding the unseen realm and that's why I'm starting with this. For people who do not have the word, you'll be robbed off by the devil because he waits like a roaring lion to devour that word away. And I'll tell you at the start, Savi, you used to tell me whenever you used to read the word, you used to feel sleepy, correct? Yes. How many of you agree with me? You know, put an amen, you know, even I used to feel sleepy on, or you were distracted. When you go to the word of God, everything else is okay. Or someone feels so sleepy, you feel, oh, if I want not getting sleep, better read the Bible, five minutes and you'll sleep like a child. Okay. Or else you'll get distracted. Someone will call, children will call, you'll get a call at that time only so urgent that you have to go and run away and you can't come back to the Bible. Now, why is this happening? Because the devil does not want you to go near the word of God. That is his biggest fear for you. Because till you pray and do everything, he's okay with everything else. But the moment you read the word and that word comes alive in your heart, you won't be the same person. You'll be a changed person. Because your walk with the Lord has started. And it will be a beautiful walk. Okay? So, so Paul is talking about the unseen principles. So the principle of God's word is actually a spiritual law. There are spiritual forces that are unseen. Now, how many of you believe this at the start? Okay, let's put this at the start because over the next sessions, this is going to be the base. How many of you believe that the spiritual forces are unseen and are real? Amen, if you believe. Okay, so there are eternal forces which always work when you set them in motion. Now, what did Paul say in the scripture in verse 17? He says, for our light affliction, okay, our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory while we work, while we look not at the things which are seen. Now, in other words, what is he trying to say and which is important for us is if we are looking only at seeing things, okay? So say, suppose I buy a car, so we will say, first, I need to see a car, correct? Yes. Now, Savil, I'm just sharing something personal here. You had a car before, correct? Yes. I prophesied you'll get a new car one day. Yes. And you got a new car, right? Yes. But you were, when you were in that car, you always thought that is the only car you're going to have. Yes. Correct. At some point of time, you always wanted a car, but then you suddenly, it happened, that car moved out and you're in another car. Okay, praise all glory to God. Okay, uh, my point here is things are never temporary. They always will keep moving. Are you getting? Yes. They will never be the same. They'll keep moving. Now, what, what is he saying here for our light affliction? What does he mean in this? Okay, in other words, if you're looking only at the same things, okay, things of the natural realm, then the affliction will not work an exceeding weight of glory in you. Okay, again, I'll repeat and please get this. <clears throat> this is very, very critical. If you're looking at only the same things, the things of the natural, okay, then the affliction will not work an exceeding weight of glory in you. It works only when you're looking at the things which are not seen. And we'll get this line, hold on to this line. Some of you may have not understood it. I'm going to explain this whole line to the teaching today. Okay. You must shift your, your realm to the realm of spiritual law and begin to look at things which are not seen with the natural eye. 
Now you look at things which are not seen with the with the eye, but you see, but with the eye of faith, as we started with 2 Corinthians 5, 7. What did Paul actually mean by this? He says, all affliction that you and I go through, all kinds of distress, the passing trouble that we go through, or as we say affliction, you can see in verse 17, it's written little slight distress or passing trouble or all affliction will work a far exceedingly weight of glory, a far exceeding weight of glory. He said it will happen only while you're looking at things which are not seen. Now, this affliction can, uh, can only bring an exceeding uh, or produce for us an eternal weight of glory, okay, beyond all measure or comparison or comprehension or comparisons. Uh, and endless blessedness is what he is talking about. And this can happen only when we look at things which are not seen, okay? As I go through, explain, just hold on to this. Even if you're not understood, I will take you through this whole thing and explain so ask yourself one question, and I ask this question even to myself. What are the things which are not seen here? Okay. Savi, what do you think are things that are not seen? Satan, all the, the spirit, the spiritual realm, which is Satan, the angels. Okay, anyone else would like to answer this? I mean, Savio, everything is right, okay? No, just, just type in the chat. Uh, I always want someone to answer. What do you think? What are the things which are not seen? Don't worry what you write. Just write whatever you want to write. Just write. Don't think it's right or wrong. We are all learning, including me. So, Savio, if something else comes up, let me know. What is unseen? The glory that we have uh, in heaven that we are targeting for. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for those messages. Anyone who's writing, remember the moment you're writing something, you want to learn. Okay. You always want to learn because you're writing something. And then you would like to understand it deeper. That's why, yeah, I want you to write something. Because otherwise, it should not be, you know, something. It's your investment here. This is not. You're coming to listen. It's your investment. You're going to take this and apply it and see the result. Okay. I'll, I'll start with an example, Satyo. And let's go with examples. Okay. Now, if you go to the bank and, you know, take a bank statement. And if your bank statement comes, like, you know, back in the day, you used to get red ink in a bank statement, especially when it had less balance or, you know, low balance or zero balance. Correct? Yes. Now, what will happen then when you look at the bank book, you know? What can you see? Can you see lack or can you see plenty? Lack. Okay. Now, that's absolutely correct. Now, I'm explaining with the... Uh, please let me know if you're understanding, okay? If somebody is not understanding, so please let me know. I'm trying to explain with an example. Okay, now please pay attention so that it's easier to understand with an example. Now, what happens is... Do you agree with me? Can someone type their lack? If you agree that if your bank balance is showing less balance or little balance, okay, what would you be thinking? Lack or would you think of oh, plenty? Actually, put it, you know, someone says, no, brother, I always think plenty, whether the balance is zero or negative. <clears throat> you agree with me that it's lack that you see? So we are all on the same page, correct, Savio? Yes. The thing that we see is actually lack. You're absolutely right. Okay. Now, what does Paul say here? 
that the pressure of that lack will work for you an exceedingly weight of glory if you look at things that are not seen okay now this lack is actually being a weight of glory for you when you start seeing with your spiritual eyes not with those physical eyes because it it's actually you know when you're looking at the unseen that brings the glory not the pressure of the affliction okay are you getting me here sabio yes it is the looking at the unseen now when we we say the weak say i am strong are they strong or actually are they weak weak okay when the poor are saying i am rich are they poor or are they rich they poor but they are pros- they are prophesying prosperity over their life correct yes. yes now god has given us the word and he has allowed us to speak that word okay and he says in this verse that that very distress would bring you an eternal glory when you start seeing in the unseen realm okay what does he mean now i will take you to another scripture to explain this let's go to philippians 4:8 okay now i'm explaining a spiritual law so you have to understand it because this is how we have to understand it take me to 4:8 philippians 4:8 finally believers whatever is true whatever is honorable and worthy of respect whatever is right and confirmed by god's word whatever is pure and wholesome whatever is lovely and brings peace whatever is admirable and of good repute if there is any excellence if there is anything worthy of praise think continually on these things center your mind on them and implant them in your heart are you understanding now what the scripture says finally believers whatever is true whatever is honorable and whatever worthy of respect whatever is right and confirmed by god's word whatever is pure and wholesome whatever is lovely and brings peace whatever is admirable and of good repute if there is anything excellent and there is anything worthy of praise and continually set your mind on them and implant them in your heart so what it clearly says in simple languages okay uh get your mind off the problem okay if you are facing lack get your mind off the problem you're facing a health issue get your mind off the problem if you're facing a relationship issue get your mind off the problem if you're facing some problem in your life where you're stuck in a foreign country and you want to go back home get your mind off that problem okay what do you get your mind on because you're stuck in that problem do you agree with me yes now how many of you agree when you face face lack okay you'll say no no i'm in prosperity i'm feeling prosperous is that possible is that possible physically no not physically it's not possible because when you are in a hot water you can't say wow so cold so beautiful it's feeling nice and you're getting burnt down and so wow beautiful are you getting yes my point is you have to understand one thing if you start focusing on the unseen there can be a change in the scene otherwise there cannot be a change in the scene this is what how a stronghold comes in. are you getting a stronghold is a series of thought patterns that that keep coming in you and trapping you at all times so you can't think out of your problem say you have a problem or relationship with issue with the person every thought will come up creates 
you know relationship you can't trust anyone everywhere the trust issue gets affected you agree with me sabhi yes so you you have a problem in your personal life but you can't trust anybody else as well because every thought is around that pattern how do i trust you know i can't trust anyone because you are stuck in that kind of a stronghold so what the word says is you cannot get out of it unless you start speaking in the unseen which i'm coming now now in other words you get your mind of the problem and begin to think of things that are not seen the things you desire and the things you don't see with your physical eye you must learn to see your answer by the eye of faith okay and as i go deeper you will understand one thing now i want to ask you one thing in this word which is when uh, you seen uh, 2 corinthians 4 verse 18 there was a word called temporal now it mean temporal what do you understand by that word temporal sabhi do you remember we saw a word temporal yes yes is <clears throat> that is a physical realm is temporary mm-hmm. in nature what we see with our physical eyes okay now this is uh, yes can somebody write on this word temporal what do you understand everything will connect okay i'm connecting the dots some may not understand don't worry it will all be there but if you start writing things it will make it more easier for you yes jenny thank you anyone else would like to write what do you think by the word temporal yes thank you thank you paul okay thank you thank you for that people who are writing are trying to learn and that's all i'm trying to say it's not about you know who's right or wrong not nothing of that sort it's just that i'm asking savio because we can all learn together that's all yes thank you thank you for that praise jesus the word temporal means subject to change we agree yes savio yes now what i'm going to say here may change the way you think about the word temporal okay and this is what i want you to share and and someone can understand this is important things you are seeing with the physical eye or the natural eye are always subject to change through the spiritual law yes can you get this this is another this is the this is the very crux of it the word temporal means subject to change things you are seeing with the physical eye or the natural eye are always subject to change through the spiritual law so so many times when we see with our physical eye it does not agree with the word of god do you agree yes the word says when the weak say i am strong but you may be thinking i am so weak how can i say i am strong is the mind is in 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 tune what the bible says you are strong yes okay are you getting me yes so the physical eye does not agree with the word of god how many of you agree can you say agree not just because just truly if you really agree okay the physical okay and the spiritual are totally different laws absolutely opposite okay you're saying let the poor say i am rich he said brother i don't have money in the bank to eat food and you're saying you're rich are you getting me what i'm saying yes so we have to get to understand this and how the law operates now today we are understanding how the law operates so if we understand the law then we understand how it operates okay and we'll take a right, real example in the finance let's take one areas in our areas of our finance and understand this properly but let me come to explain this part so so many times we see with our physical eyes it does not agree with the word of god we all agree the promises of god which is in his word the world system shapes the seen things around us do you agree sabhi yes. the world system shapes the seen things around us they seem to be very real 
because what we see with the eyes seem to be very 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 real yes. but what the word of god word of god is saying that what you are seeing with your eyes it looks real because suppose i give an example the doctor says your health is very bad okay now you are trusted god's word or the doctor's words then can you at word. least write down someone write down because this can even bring healing in your health line this pattern that i'm teaching of is not just only for finances it's for any area of your life which will change are you getting me absolutely thank you anjali you are you're basically writing the doctor's word has become a part of you okay he is said something so you're trusting his word i tell you in the name of jesus if you stay for all these sessions i promise you in the name of jesus okay because you know when i when i when i preach the word of god it's the spirit of god that uses me no power to brother vivek i have no power it is only the lord this will change the way you look at life and the way you start operating okay i'm going to take an example which will shake me also when i'm explaining with this in our finances we'll take we'll take one area to understand this okay so many times we look at the physical eyes but the world system shapes the seen things around us they they seem to be very real they are real but the word of god says these things that you seeing are real are subject to change are you understanding yes what you see are real are actually subject to change they are temporal what your eyes are seeing and saying they are real are actually nothing but temporary phase of life because the world is saying no this is real but god is saying no it is not real it's temporary but you say no no it's real i can see it this is real this is my life this is it is god is saying no no that's not real it's temporary now it's difficult for us to understand this but god's word is establishing the force of the image of the unseen things in us why does the word of god change somebody's life is because of this because god's words is at the establishing force that is the force the word of god is the force okay of the image of unseen things do you know one thing when we pray now the people who put a prayer okay i've, I've prayed with so many people okay and made so many prayers with others a prayers of agreement all answered everything good but somebody who moves to the next level will write down the prayer and say lord this is my vision okay and you know that the word of god says that the vision may de- delay but it will come to pass do you agree yes that that is never an unanswered prayer it's the next level of prayer because you have put that vision given an image to god and god loves images and i'll also share one thing if you give details we made a prayer with somebody for a house god blessed that lady not only with what we prayed exactly what she asked for she got this is a prayer we are making for an unknown house in agreement and she put down the vision that this is what i want to look at exactly god blessed us saying brother even what we asked even that we got even we said so far should be here that also came now my point here is why does this happen is because when you establish an image to god the spoken word becomes an image and that image is a spiritual force that controls the seen realm which is temporary it changes things in this realm okay are you getting it till here please sabio yes For anybody are you understanding please god so we should not allow circumstances and cares of life to create image within us now what happens is suppose you have you know you are happy covering 
Okay. Morning, I tell everybody. How many of you know that I keep telling you when you get up in the morning, first thing is thank the Lord that you are alive. You agree, Sapio? Yes. You you touch yourself and say, wow, I'm alive. That's the biggest blessing. If you're not alive, you, you're, you don't exist. You can't pray. You can't ask for anything. Okay. The second thing you do is you cover the precious blood of Jesus upon the people who are important and the Brisbane prayer group and the family as well and their families. Why I say this is because if you don't do this, there is a, another evil force also that's operating, which will look at areas where the people who are not covered by the blood and start attacking them. And remember, they will start hurting you with their mouth. And you may be wondering, Are this person I love so much and is hurting me. Why? Because it's not that person, but the demon operating through that person to hurt you, to disturb you. Are you getting me? Yes. All the devil wants is to take your peace away. The moment he takes your peace away, that word of God becomes diluted. Okay? Yes. Amen. Amen. I hope you're getting what I'm saying. Yes. Okay. And that's why what you do is the first thing you repent of all known sins. This is a daily act. Okay. Just like have your bath daily. Okay. You repent and you forgive. That is part of the Lord's prayer itself. The Our Father. Okay. Because it's part of how we pray. <clears throat> so what it says, takes God's words, take God's word and change the things that are seen that the things that you don't desire into things that you desire. Now you take that rem, the word and speak prosperity over your life. Okay. And prosperity happens in your life. Now a wrong word will pre uh, present a wrong image. Okay. You agree? Yes. So the words produces image inside us. Now, when we speak a word, why does the word have power? Because every time you speak a word, an image gets created. It's like a blueprint gets created immediately when the word is, uh, you know, put across. Now, when you speak lack in your life, you've created an image of lack. Now, today I'm going to, at this point, go to understand one part, which is an example, okay? And now I'll just share one thing. I'll just ask a question. Okay, and now this question is for all of us. I hope all of you are being blessed by what I'm teaching today. Okay, all glory to God, not to this preacher. If I ask you one thing, Savio, if you are to make a choice, would you choose poverty or would you choose prosperity? I mean, I'm asking all of you, okay, which is better? I mean, Prosperity. choose, yeah, whatever you want to write, you write, poverty or prosperity. What do you want to, what do you prosperity. want? Prosperity. Thank you, Savio. I'm asking the people as well. What do you feel like writing right? Poverty or prosperity? I'm not saying that, uh, you know, you need to write what I tell you. You write whatever you want. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I'm taking you to explain this to an example, okay? Now, I'm explaining this. Please pay full attention. For the people who want to stay, please pay full attention because you're going to apply this in your life. There are going to be a certain set of rules that you have to apply. Now, there has been always a devil's lie in our life and Satan has always said some people are destined to be poor and some people are destined to be rich. Okay, Because someone says the moment you are born, your destiny is written, you are being poor, you will be a, a, a face of the earth, you will be a poverty. Okay, And somebody is born, he's become rich because his destiny is written at the start itself. He'll be so rich and he'll be only prosperous. And the other person will only be subject to poverty. And so the law is already, I mean, somebody has already made a law saying that there is poverty or prosperity the moment you're born. Do you agree with this or no, Savio? Yes. 
Now, do you agree that this is the truth or the lie? How many of you believe this is the truth? Everyone said, there are nasib strong. I mean, in, in Hindi, they say, what is written on your forehead will all come true because God has written. You agree or no? Yeah, it's a lie. People say that what is there on your forehead will come true. And whatever is written when you are a child only, it is written. You'll be rich or you'll be poor or you'll have only poverty in your life and you'll have only prosperity in your life. This is what God has written. How many of you? Because this is going to change. I'm telling you, this teaching is going to change. It's going to question us also and say, brother, what you're teaching? But I, I, what is the truth has to be preached. Okay. Now, anywhere in the world, somewhere, especially in certain countries, okay, this is like a total belief. That, you know, they have even, you know, the entire astrologers who come and give astrology about people that, you know, your life is written that you are going to be poverty all your life. Wherever you go, you will see poverty, whatever case. Now, my question here, is it the lie or the truth? So you agree that it is a lie. Is it true? It's the lie. Now, this lie has crippled many Christians, many people and many ministries also. And it takes it's one thing is very clear that all of us who are watching here, let us get to understand that this is a lie and we need to change it to the truth. And I'm going to share one thing today. If you and your friend, both of you same age, somebody has got more degrees than you, has got more bank balance, a better job, better house, better everything in life, and you are down, problems, all kinds of issues, okay? Today, if you hear this stage, your life will change because you will get the truth. Don't live in the devil's lies. The devil's lies are meant to cripple us and mentors that we don't want to prosper. I'll go three main reasons why this is a lie. The first one, and the first one, and that's why I say never go to the preachers, is because God does not respect, is not a respecter of persons or titles. You agree with this, Sadhu? Yes. The first lie is because God is not a respecter of persons. So what happens? Let's take me to Acts 10 verse 34. Everything is with scripture. Okay, By the way, it's not mere my word. It's the word of God. You are going to see it and believe it because it's written there. It's not my word. Acts 10 34. I'm explaining to you how to break the curse of financial poverty in your own life and see prosperity, which God wants for all Christians or every believer. Okay. Take me 10 34, please. Opening his mouth, Peter said, Most certainly I understand now that God is not one to show partiality to people as though Gentiles were excluded from God's blessing. Okay. Does the rain fall on the good and the bad people or it falls only on good people? On all. On all people. Okay. Yes. Does the sun shine only on certain people and not on certain people? On all of us. Are you getting me? Yes. Let's understand how in the nature it happens. Now, everyone who gets this, God has not predetermined who would be rich and who would be poor. This is very, very straightforward. Okay. This is a lie to the people who tell you that God has decided your destiny. What is written? You, you said poverty all your life. You see only poverty. Okay. God did not predetermine who would be rich and who would be poor. He simply created his spiritual law. And this is what we have to understand and freely gave them to everyone. He created a spiritual law and freely gave them to everyone. Every person then has a choice to implement the law of poverty 
or implement God's spiritual law of prosperity. Do you agree with this, Savio? Yes. This is the first truth that you have to understand. There is no destiny that is there. There is simply a spiritual law which is given to everyone. You follow it, apply it, you will see prosperity. You don't follow it and don't apply it, you will see poverty. That's, that's your choice. Okay, It is not God who decides that. The second one, it's a lie that you have to be poor is because God has decided that you prosper. Now, the truth is clearly there in scripture. Take me to 3 John chapter 1, verse 2. So what is God's intention for our life then? Yeah, go, go down. Verse 2. Beloved, I pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically, just as I know your soul prospers spiritually. Now in this, how many of you believe God wants to bless us? Is he written there? No, you, you don't need to prosper. You need to be poor because I've destined you to be poor. Does that what the Lord say in that word? No. Savio, what is it written no. there? He wants us to succeed and prosper. Correct. So prosperity, not poverty, is God's intention for your life. Simple. Prosperity, not poverty, is God's intention for your life. Okay? The third one. It's a lie because God has given you the power to get wealth. He does not want everyone to be poor. He wants people to be rich. But people have that thinking, no, it's better to be poor. Poverty is important. Okay? And I'll tell you how the devil tricks us into this. Take me to Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. Why do you think I pray prosperity upon everyone in the prayer group here? Because that's what God has given us. And today I'm teaching exactly that. I'm taking an example of this actual teaching which God wanted me to give. It's not part of the notes actually. But this is what the Lord wanted me to tell you. And exactly what I'm trying to do. All glory to God. But you shall remember with profound respect the Lord your God. For it is he who is giving you power to make wealth. That he may confirm his covenant which he swore solemnly promised to your fathers as it is this day. Okay, did God swear okay it means swore means he promised okay to the fathers that he gives you the power to make wealth is it mentioned there yes so god would not give you the power to get wealth if he did not intend for you to use that power and become wealthy true yes so the decision to live in poverty or prosperity is god's or yours this is something that you have to understand our decision all of you are you getting this amen if you're getting this okay so yeah, it's important that you understand. So God is, will not give you the power to get wealth if he does not intend for you to use that power and become wealthy. Now, what I'm teaching is a spiritual law. God says, I made the law. You decide if you want to apply it or not. He's not having any. He doesn't say, oh, you're the preacher. You should get more. You are this. You should get. Everyone is equal. You just have to. He has made a law. You have to apply it. Now, what we have to remember one thing. The decision to live in poverty or prosperity is yours and mine. 
God has already cast his vote. He wants you to be prosperous. Make your life-changing decision today to reject the disruptive law of poverty and accept God-given right under God's law of abundance. That's his law. There are three things that we shared today. Why is it a lie of the devil that says that people are destined at their birth, whether they'll become rich or they'll become poor? And this is the lie is because God is no respecter of persons that we learned in Acts 10, 34. God wants you to prosper in 3 John 2 and God gives you the power to get wealth. And that is Deuteronomy 8.18. This is the word. Now, if you understand this very clearly, many people believe poverty and prosperity are both matters of birth or luck. How many do you say that many people say if you wear this particular ring, you'll be lucky. If you put this band, you'll get lucky. Are you getting me, Savio? Yes. And it happens in many countries. Okay. And people start putting money in gems, all kinds of things, because they believe that you wear this thing, you'll get lucky. Imagine you're in a satanic bond. If I don't wear it, something bad will happen. True? And this happens all the time. People are wearing beads and buying things and doing many, many things. I just want you to understand one thing. Stop getting into all this. Because this is demonic. This is not from God. It is not from God. For the amount of time you do into all this, spend time in the word of God, I tell you, you will say, God, Brother Vivek, I think that's the biggest gift you gave me. Bring Jesus Christ in my life. Rest all, he'll take care, I promise you. Just stop getting into other things. Understand the law, apply the law. You'll live prosperous in the law because you understand what God's law. Deuteronomy 28, when we say, if anyone listens to my word and applies it, you'll be prosperous. You'll have blessings chase you. Correct or not? Yes. First 14 verses are blessing, balance. 56 verses are curses. 56, if you don't apply the law and do not follow my words, these many curses would come. This is how it is, okay? Now, my point here is, God has established certain principles of economics. If you understand the word, he had, the way he has brought his kingdom, he governs who will be rich or who will be poor. He will not violate his own laws if he had to do it that way. If his word is above his name, he would not change because God has put his word there. And if you follow it and apply it, you will see the result of it. Okay, his own laws. If we follow the principles that lead to poverty, what will happen? We'll get rich or poor? Poor. If we play an important part in determining our own financial situation, because that's what we follow. We decided to follow that. way. Now, Satan in his part does his own part. He says he will lie to you in every imaginable way to keep you poor. He will tell you the myths about money. He'll say that money is not good, it's evil, or the money will corrupt you. He might even suggest that it's it's ungodly that you, you know, it's godly for you to be poor. Many people say better to be poor than to be a little rich. Okay. Now, my point here is not about rich and poor. My point here is the word of God says the love of money is the root cause of all evil. Is that true? Yes. It's not written there that you should not be rich. It's saying when you start loving that more than God, anything that takes the place of God in your life, and then you will see problems in your life because you're not giving God that glory. In your marriage, if you don't have Jesus Christ first, but you love your spouse, but don't have Jesus in that marriage, can that marriage be strong? Sorry? No. Because love is only through Christ. Only the agape love is only through Christ because he says he is the center of our marriage. So when you acknowledge him, in all your ways, he alone directs our paths. That's Proverbs 3, 6. If I acknowledge God in my job, he will direct my path. If I acknowledge God in my marriage, he directs my marriage. 
if i acknowledge god in my workplace in my relationships in my health he will direct that area of my life true to that because yes. that's god's word and that's what he says so one thing i'll do satan does his part he will suggest that you know it might he may even suggest it's better to be poor and he'll say if you give to god you'll become poor but what does the word say we said give and it shall be given or does it say take and it you will get more what does the yep. word say in luke 638 give and it shall be given what does acts for i mean luke i mean luke 638 we this we do even malachi chapter 3 verse 10 and 11 correct in i confess boldly yes and yes. what does malachi 310 says give what does he say give and he'll open the windows of heaven for you he will open the windows in heaven and give you i mean god is saying test me in this when i when i read that word first time test me in this it, i just got goosebumps all across me and i said lord your word is saying you are saying test me because what you have given me and you are telling me to test you lord you are god who am i to even ask you he says test me if i don't open the windows of heaven and bless you with such a blessing that your hands cannot contain this is a law that we have to understand now you see poverty is a partnership okay the devil wants us to be poor and he want he will lie to us to keep us from following the biblical principles that will result in wealth poverty is a joint venture between satan and our ignorance of god's word again i'll repeat poverty is a joint venture between us satan and our ignorance of god's word do you agree with me some of you would put an amen at least if you agree if you know what god's word speaks there you would speak that word and change that temporal situation because god says you know i have a problem i have no job jobless how many of you agree temporal situation health issue the doctor says oh you don't have many months to live temporal god is saying that is temporal subject to change doctor saying your time is defined you got only this much time on this earth god is saying temporal but your doctor is saying no it is permanent god is saying temporal because the word of god is saying it's temporal because he is saying that if you use the word you could change that situation because that is a temporal situation the word can change the situation in the physical but it is a spiritual force that is changing that physical realm are you understanding this yes so god's law of prosperity says that if you are a liberal giver your money will only increase is that true if yes. you are a giver you will only get yes. back in return that's what the word says okay it's not my word it's god's word who says yes okay uh, you could take proverbs verse 11 to 24 and 25 I was explaining this with an example. I hope somebody is understanding this. This is a base teaching, okay? We're only going to higher from here, but I'm trying to take examples so that we understand. There is one. There is the one who generous, generously scatters abroad. and yet increases all the more and there is the one who withholds what is justly due but it results only in want and poverty the generous man is a source of blessing and shall be prosperous 
and enriched. And he who waters will himself be watered, reaping the generosity he has sown. Can somebody at least put this in your life? How many of you agree with this? Yes. Okay. And I tell you one thing, this is a law. We are only understanding the law. Now, if you don't have this word inside you, there is the one who is generous and scatters abroad and yet increases all the more. It doesn't reduce, it increase. Okay? When, when Elijah had gone to the widow and what he told her, make, you know, what did he tell her? Make a bread for me, correct? Yes. She said, I have only that much food to feed my son and myself and then we'll die. Correct? Yes. But what did he tell her? Go and do as I told you. Yes. And she obeyed that word. And did she lack? No. Her, her, because she gave in a situation when she had nothing. She had only that much food, that only one meal they had because there was a famine in the land. Yes. But God promised through, Eli, through Elijah that he would have that meal and her pot would never go empty Till the end of the famine, she used that money to pay off her debt and she become, you know, she had everything she needed, never lacked. I just want you to understand that. Okay. Now, to explain that, you know, in Genesis chapter 26, okay, this was really one thing that I touched me, God touched me sometime back. I shared this with few people. But the law of increase in the land was, if you understand, in certain countries, you know, a doctor gets paid lower than what in another, maybe a good country, like say a USA or Canada, Australia, whatever. Uh, you know, a medical doctor would get lesser than what, you know, a cleaner would get in a particular country. You agree with me? Yes. And many people would want to leave that country and come to a better country. True? Yes. But do you know one thing? In, in, in the land in Egypt especially, okay, when, when, if you look at Genesis chapter 26, in the land that he was, you know, Isaac had the same thing. He wanted to run away from that place where there was famine. Now, the Lord appears to Isaac and tells him, go not down to Egypt. He tells him, don't go to Egypt, where everybody wants to run to a good country. He says, don't go to Egypt, dwell in the land which you are in. And I tell of thee that I will make you, your seeds to multiply and will give you unto you thy seed, all these countries. Now, this is in Genesis chapter 26, verse 1 to 4. Okay. Actually, why don't we look at that scripture? Okay. If you all want, let's go to it. How many of you want to go through understanding this law of abundance? Okay. Let's take that and then go back to our teaching. Go Genesis 26, 1 to 4. And I'll teach you how this applies in your life. If you get this right, you will understand how God operates. So in your situation where you're seeing that extreme pressure in your finances, today God is saying, speak that situation into that life so that it changes. What does the word say? Give and it shall be given unto you. Okay. So this is the famine. Okay. Can you go through it and read? Now, anyone, please pay full attention. Beautiful. And, and you'll really understand how God, everybody is running away from a country which is famine. Okay. Who would like to stay in a country where there's famine? Okay, let's understand this. Come on, verse one to four. Now, there was a famine in the land of Canaan, beside, 
besides the previous famine that had occurred in the days of Abraham. So Isaac went to Gerar, to Abimelech, king of Philistines. The Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Stay in the land of which I tell you. Live temporarily as a resident in this land, and I will be with you and will bless and favor you. For I will give all these lands to you and to your descendants, and I will establish and carry out the oath which I swore to Abraham, your father. I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of the heavens and will give to your descendants all these lands. And by your descendants shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. I'm putting my amen there. Someone put an amen for me. Anyone who wants to claim this word that he spoke in agreement, put an amen there. This is God's word. You and I are descendants of Abraham. And this is his word that says the descendant shall be blessed. I have claimed it. I'm saying amen to it. Have you understood what happened? God gave a covenant and he said, your descendants would be blessed. Your descendants and the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Now I make your descendants multiply as the stars of the heaven and give to your descendants all these lands. Means all that you need in your life, you'll have. This is God's covenant and he does not take away his covenant. If you agree and say, yes, Lord, I'm part of the descendants, you also get it. Verse 12, please. Now, this is something of acting in faith. Okay, this is verse 12. God had not tell Isaac to do any sowing, but what did Isaac do? This is how you operate in faith. Then Isaac planted seed in that land as a farmer and reaped in the same year a hundred times as much as he had planted. And the Lord blessed and favored him. Verse 13 as well. And the man, Isaac, became great and gained more and more until he became very wealthy and extremely distinguished. Okay, what I'm trying to say in this, even if you are in a famine in the land of Canaan, where everybody was living and fleeing to Egypt, God says, don't flee, be there, I'll bless you. And all your descendants also will be blessed. If you are walking through a patch in your life, which is a little rough patch, I promise you in the name of Jesus, God is saying, I'm going to bless you because that's what his word says. And you just stand there and claim this word and you start sowing, even in a situation where your finances are dropping to very, very low levels, you start sowing. God will bless you a hundred times or hundredfold in that same very year. That's what the word says. You have to apply this and make it work for your life. Amen to this, as you understand the scripture. Okay, this is what God's law says. I operate the law and it works. Now you don't speak lack, you speak prosperity and you just sow that because you are a descendant of Abraham. You apply the law, you sow your seed and you will start seeing you know, your blank balances, which were in the red to flood and become 
in the green. Okay, that's God's law. Now let's get back to the teaching because this was what the Holy Spirit want us to go to. Now, one thing is clear. If you don't get rid of the image you're looking at uh, and see, make another image inside you, then the afflictions of the life that you go through, which was in 2 Corinthians 4.18, will not work in you an eternal weight of glory. But they will only if you're looking at the things that are not seen. Okay? So if you're going through a struggle of life and if you don't start looking into the scene and say, Lord, I've got a job. Thank you, Lord, for blessing me with a job. For a person who's not got a job, he speaks the word and says, Lord, you have provided all my needs according to your riches in Christ Jesus. And I receive the job. Thank you, Lord, for the job. Now, when you say thank you, Lord, for the job, you have created an image. That image is a spiritual force which goes forth and brings to pass what you have spoken. Isaiah 55, 10, 11 why do we herald it? Because every time you speak a word, you have created something. Are you understanding? Yes. That word becomes an image and that becomes a real living image, which is live like a human being. It becomes an image in the spirit realm. That image would come and change the things that are temporal into something new. So if you didn't have that affliction of a joblessness, you would not realize how great would that image of that word that you got or spoke brought that eternal glory. Are you getting me now? You had yes. an issue in your life. You speak over that issue with, the, with your word and that word creates an image in the spirit realm. The spiritual forces change this temporal thing of joblessness to always getting jobs. People, somehow we are praying for certain people and we pray in agreement and say, God, thank you for blessing them. Whenever you pray with a person for an issue, always congratulate them at the end. Okay. Pray for someone for a job next week. They say, brother, I got two jobs. I don't know which one to choose. Can you tell me I have a different problem? Earlier, they're not getting jobs. Now they're having a problem of plenty. And then you have to again pray and say, Lord, which is the better one for the person? And then the Lord will correct them and then they pick up the job and they're happy. Are you understanding this? I just yes. took one example of the finances. This can be applied in any area of your life. If you are unwell, you start speaking that my life is a blessing, Lord. I'm healthy. I'm just like an athlete. My body is perfect. You have created it. I thank and praise you for the beautiful body that you have created. I put the blood of Jesus on me. Today, the Holy Spirit said, you know whose body that is? I said, what? What do you mean? He says, that is my body. It was bought by the blood of Jesus. You are given a charge of that body to take care of it. So stop eating anything that is junk. Stop taking eating wrong things. Start eating what is healthy because that is my body. Are you getting me? Are you understanding this? Yes. It does not belong to us. It belongs to the Lord. If you understand this, then you realize, yes, this belongs to the Lord. I have to take care. If someone gives you something to take care of, which is precious, would you take care of it or yes. destroy it? You'll take care of it. The same thing, he has given you a body, which is his. He has asked this beautiful body to be taken care of by you. You are the, you know, the one who has to take care of it. And he says, take very good care of it. This is my body. I hope this teaching is helping us. Okay. One thing is very clear. I'll just give an example. One day I came out of an airport and I was traveling this way back in India. And one driver picks me up on the airport in a white color car. Okay, Savio? Yes. 
and I traveled around with him because I had to go for meetings wherever I had to go uh, in a particular city. And then the next day he says, uh, you know, uh, he took my bag and he says, okay, uh, you know, uh, in India they call you sir. Here nobody calls you sir. But there's a sir, I've, I'll take your bag. I'll go. The car is on the left side. Uh, just come. Now, my point is, I look for a car and I see another white color car. I go next to it. Okay, I, I approach the car and I'm trying to open it. It's not opening. And and I, I can hear a lot of honking from another car, but that does not pay my attention. I'm wondering why is it not open? I'm just trying to even call that man. And, he, you know, I'm hearing honking. Continuously honks. And then I look up and he says, oh, he's coming in a red color car. And he said, oh, now my mind is only seeing the white color car. Why? Because I think he's only going to be in the white color car. Correct? Yes. Because he said, my car is down. It's that particular piece. I only look at the white color car because that is exactly what my mind is conditioned to. Now, the yes. red color car is passed just there, standing there next to that. But I'm not looking at that because my mind does not see anything else but only what I want to see. Correct? I'm conditioned yes. to what I want to decide. Or yes. programmed. Now, what happens? One thing in this is because we are not shaped the unseen within us, we many times miss out on it. Many times God gets us an opportunity, but we look at what we can see in our realm. Okay, because we are so used to the what we see and the physical realm that we can't think of something else. How many of you have experienced this, by the way? Opportunity comes next to you and leaves you. You it was almost touching it, but you don't recognize it, and you say, No, 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 it can't be the opportunity. And, and it just goes away from you. And then later on, it's, oh, my God, it was Jesus. It was so close to me. I touched it. I was inside it, but I couldn't recognize it. Yes. This is what happens when you are not allowed yourself to train yourself in the spiritual law of the unseen. That's why this is so beautiful to understand. It's a law that is created for everyone. You just have to understand it, apply it, and take the result. So many times, if you know, we let it go. Sometimes God sets it before us and says, take it. But before, because we have never shaped the image of the unseen within us, we keep pushing it out of our way. No, 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 don't want it. Looking for something else. When the blessing is right, we are in the blessing. So no, you can't recognize the blessing when you are in the blessing, but you look outside the blessing and say, Lord, where, where is the blessing? Where nothing is happening. I can't see anything happening. Nothing is moving. God is saying, you are in the blessing. But you say, no, no, I can't see God. I can't see it. We are so wrapped up in what we see that we fail to see the unseen. True? True. Okay. So let's, let's understand one thing. So we need to recognize one thing. It is God's word that will establish the image of the unseen within us. Do you agree, all of you? Yes. It is God's word that will establish the image of the unseen within us. Because when you say God's word, there is power. Every time I speak a word, there's an image created. Every time I speak a word, there's a creation created. That image is going to have flesh. And that image is going to bring forth what I have spoken it to come to pass. Because that is the unseen spoken word that goes out of your mouth. How many of you are getting this? I hope yes. this teaching is helping something. Yes. Okay, because this whole thing is going to go from here. It's going to go in the next level every time. Okay, so if we don't get rid of the image of looking at the scene and produce another image inside you, then the afflictions of life will not work in an eternal weight of glory. That's what it says in 2 Corinthians 4.18. But they will if you start looking at the things that are not seen. We should take God's words and change the things that are seen 
things we don't desire into the things we so desire. If a person is a drunkard, he says, Lord, I drink your blood. You know, I drink your blood. Now, I know of testimonies where people are drinking alcohol and they see, Lord, I consume you, Lord. I know it's not wrong to say that, but the people are so addicted. Every time the word of God comes, they say, I eat your body and drink your blood. Soon, that, that, that spirit of alcohol leaves the person and the person is set free and those people become preachers and they preach and set other people free. These are real testimonies of God's word that change situations which are temporal. The world says you're a drunkard forever. True, Savio? Yes. But how God's word can change a person who's a drunkard to a prosperous man and having a very successful life. This is the unseen realm of the spirit. And that can only come through God's word. So as we go deeper through this teaching, okay, we should take God's word and change the things that are seen, the things we don't desire into things we so desire. So when you see your bank statement and it's in the red, what do you say? I see lack or I see plenty. My, my balance will always be flooded with money because God's word says in Malachi 3.10, I will give and it shall be given unto me. Or, you know, Luke 6.38, but when you give, he'll open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing, which I cannot even see. Amen to this? Amen. Okay, so have you all got this? Yes. Okay. So the, the law that talks about prosperity, Luke 6.38 says, okay, give and it shall be given unto you. Okay. Someone can take the scriptures, put it down there for lack of time. I want to share one testimony before that and then go there to our final prayer. Luke 6.38 Give and it shall be given. Does God want you to understand the law? Now, now, if you start giving, would you be prosperous? Yes. You will always be prosperous. You will never lack. You will always have plenty. Okay. Praise God. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 says, My God shall supply, uh, you know, he, you know this, he says that he that sows bountifully shall reap bountifully. You understand this? 2 Corinthians 9, verse 6. Again, one of my good scriptures we always use. Philippians 4.19 says, My God shall supply all our needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. Okay. You may not see these things now with your physical eye, but they are very real. I just want to tell you this. I said to me one day that what you can't see is more real than what you see. And then I never understood it. And to you can change part of that affliction which allows you to speak a word Imagine why that is a glory to God is because if a person is jobless, he speaks a creation of a job in his life. That very affliction now goes into glory because God uses that very word that you speak to change that temporal situation into something beautiful. Are you getting me? Yes. So somebody whose poverty has changed and become prosperous. I've seen so many people who understand the word of God and they're living very prosperous lives. They have all that they need in this life. God has blessed them mightily. Okay. And I want that same blessing to all of us that we understand this. Now they are shaped by, by God's word and your confession. When you look around and you see lack, but God's word says, give and it shall be given to you. He will sow it bountifully, shall also reap bountifully. Now you can change the scene with the God's word. Okay. You shape the unseen by calling things that are not as if they are. Romans 4.17. And this is why when you speak, you will start seeing the glory of God because the word of God is an image. When you speak it, that image gets created. It goes to God and it comes back 
completing what you sent it to do okay i want to uh, share a testimony and then we close in prayer and this was something that you know i was reading up now this is something that we all should remember and that's why i always say pour the precious blood of jesus upon everyone and do not miss a friday prayer meeting for whatever you can because that is where the word of god is and make time in your prayer life now this is a testimony of a witch okay now do you know savio there are actual witches which is means w i t c h okay yes in satan's kingdom there are witches the witches only job is to curse people and especially christians okay and this is a real testimony i want to share this with you okay because people understand this that's why i always pray for that we all pray the precious blood of jesus upon all of us now one of the witches who got saved and accepted jesus christ as lord and savior and was born again of the spirit had a testimony so somebody asked him what do you do as a witch he said i used to curse christians the curse you know when how they curse is they curse you with cancer curse you with adultery curse you with all kinds of evil like pornography curse you with the spirit of you know lust okay they curse you with a spirit and they keep sending those spirits there so then they asked the witch the witch is that when somebody asked him how how do you know who's a christian he says in the physical realm you can't make out who's a christian but in the spirit realm we can see the ones with a kind of a candlelight in them they can see a light in them a kind of a candlelight those people are the ones we are sent to curse and we know that that is the people we have to curse other people we don't curse but these people we attack and we attack them in such a way that they stop their prayer life and come back into the world are you understanding so yes yes and so then they said okay so what do you do he says we keep cursing and that's our only job to keep cursing now we know in the word of god that jesus became a curse on the cross so every day again another prayer for you you need to pray that every curse against me and my family or any kind of evil eye or any kind of evil or any kind of jealousy or envy upon me or my family i break it in the name of jesus okay because jesus you became a curse on the cross yes jenny thank you galatians 3 13 and 14 have to be used daily because you don't know i realize now the witches also are cursing us are you getting me yes and yes. one thing that they said is that we can only curse the christian which has a candle light but there are some other christians who are filled with the fire of god from head to toe they are consumed by god's fire we don't curse them because if we curse them that curse falls back on us and we get destroyed and burnt he saying those are the christians we get scared of and we are very scared of those christians who are you know having god's fire upon them and that's why we learned last week that god is a consuming fire when his fire falls upon a believer even in the realm of the spirit the devils can make out who is powerful and who is not they can't touch you they get scared to approach you because they know that if they put a curse on you or do something that fire will go back on you and destroy them so they said we keep away from these people why they try to destroy the people who are just christians with a little light because moment that light grows and the fire of god comes in you and the word consumes you even in the spirit realm they can recognize who's a christian and who's not a christian 
and that's why the witch said it is so important that we are consumed by god's word because when you're consumed by god's word <clears throat> the fire is noticeable by them in the realm of the spirit why i tell you the realm of the spirit is real it is because it is truly even the devils know where they have to operate okay and this is a true testimony by a witch an ex witch who became accepted jesus and says that there are certain christians we are scared of and we don't go near them because we get consumed by that fire are we called to be those christians so you agree with me yes yes and if true then what we also need to do is have jesus christ as the lord god and savior of our life and make him the alpha and the omega so everything becomes him in our life nothing of us everything of him and that's why it's important <clears throat> yes thank you jesus so we'll say a small prayer as we close today and uh, i hope you have been blessed by this teaching let's let's close in prayer i am a disciple of christ i am a disciple of christ it is given me by god to know it is given me by god to know the mystery of the kingdom of heaven the mystery of the kingdom of heaven i am a disciple of christ i am a disciple of christ he has given me the gift of the supernatural he has given me the gift of the supernatural insight insight to unravel heavenly mysteries to unravel heavenly mysteries therefore from now on therefore from now on no mystery shall be too tough for me to absorb no mystery shall be too tough for me to absorb lord lord i ask specifically lord i ask specifically open my understanding open my understanding to the fantastic ministry of angels to the fantastic ministry of angels open my understanding open my understanding to the mystery of the activity of angels to the mystery of the activity of angels help me to appreciate their presence help me to appreciate their presence consciously on my side at all times consciously on my side at all times and in all my affairs from today and in all my affairs from today spirit of the living god spirit of the living god quicken my understanding quicken my understanding enlarge my understanding enlarge my understanding grant me extra insight grant me extra insight that i may be able that i may be able to comprehend to comprehend all the matters to me all the matters, matters to me all that all that matters to me all that matters to me as contained in your book as contained in your book i make this prayer in jesus mighty name amen i make this prayer in jesus mighty name amen okay if you have been blessed by this teaching 
please share it with others there's going to be a series so i hope your faith has changed if it has changed please put a message on whatsapp okay on on the telegram group i only ask you to do this all giving glory to god because someone there is not coming for our prayer meeting they just joined our group and they'll just be happy but if the word is changing you they will say oh changing them let us also come so please put a testimony on the on on telegram and share this teaching with someone we are going through a series this is just the first one much more beautiful once you get to the teaching and i guess at the end you'll have a very renewed life of the word of god i pray that all of us open the word and start reading they can't be a better thing spend that one hour with the lord daily you will have blessings all your life thank you everyone thank you savio thank you so much everyone for being a blessing to this wonderful prayer group and everyone god night and god bless one thank you savio thank you vivek yeah bye